0: They are the Chai Kids. Chai Kids. For Kids. Bye Kids.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to the Chai Kids Show on 101.9. Thank you for choosing the Chai Kids Show on Chai FM. My name is Merrand. I am 10 years old and I will be hosting for you today. This is Chai Kids. 4 Kids. Bye Kids. So coming up on Chai Kids Today, I will be interviewing Cara Levy, and she is the marketing officer at Petco. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss out on... So stay tuned to 101.9 to learn more about what she does and how fun it can be. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth, and a DIY project which you can play with. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss out on this kid's show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 rand and 50 cents. You can send me a telegram on 61 895 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can call us on 0101-403020, I repeat, one what 40, 30, 20. On that note, get ready for a very interesting show on Ha Kids today.
0: Really? I'm guessing you don't have much experience with heat. Nope. But sometimes I like to close my eyes and imagine what it'd be like when summer does come. Ah, the buzz. Kids will blow Dan the lion fuzz And I'll be doing whatever snow does in summer I drink in my hand My snow up against the burning sand Probably getting gorgeously tanned in summer I'll finally see a summer breeze Blow away a winter storm And find out what happens to solid water When it gets warm But I can't wait to see what my buddies all think of me. Just imagine how much cooler I'll be in summer. Ah, The hot and the cold are both so intense. Put them together, it just makes sense. Winter's a good time to stay in and cuddle. But put me in summer and I'll be a... Happy snowman When life gets rough I like to hold on to my dream Relaxing in the summer sun Just letting off steam Oh, the sky Will be blue And you guys will be there too When I finally do What frozen things do In summer I'm gonna tell him Don't you dare Hi kids, for kids, by kids.
1: That song was In Summer from Frozen. This is Hi Kids, for kids, by kids. My name is Mira and I am your host for today. Before we start the interview with Carl Levy, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. It is 11 elephant elephants. I repeat, 11 benevolent elephant elephants a bit later i will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds so call me on oh one oh one forty thirty twenty to see if you can say it faster than me i have Cara levy in studio with me today and she's the officer at she's a marketing officer at petco so if you have any questions for her you can send them on 34519 or telegram too. Good afternoon, Cara. How are you today? Good afternoon.
2: I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: I'm so excited because I get to interview you today. So I have a few questions for you. Yeah. So the first question is,
2: what does Petco do? So, basically, it's a little bit complicated, but i'm going to try explain it. We are what's called a producer responsibility organization, so what we do is that we help our members to take responsibility for the p e t products that they put in the market on the market so if you are maybe wondering what p e t is It's the name of a um, a type of plastic. So if you can imagine a water bottle or a juice bottle or a cool drink bottle, that's all made from a plastic called PET. So if you look under the bottle and you see that little triangle, there'll be a little number one in it. And that means that it's made of a plastic or PET. So all of our members put those types of products onto the market and in the shops.
1: How long have you worked at Petco?
2: I have been here for about four and a half years. So it's been quite a long time.
1: Mm.
2: When did Petco start? Petco started in 2004. It started when there was originally a tax that was going to be put on um, plastic packets. So tax means that a person that goes to a shop would have to pay extra money in order to get that thing. And at the minister at the time, the person in government said, right, yeah. plastic industry, if you don't organize yourselves to keep the plastic models out of the environment, then you will be next for a tax. And they didn't want tax. So they organized themselves and the company was founded in 2004.
1: So... You're
2: marketing officer at What does that mean? So what it means is that it's my job to make sure that all of the good work and all of the messages about recycling get out to consumers. So that's somebody like you or your mom or your dad, um, and to make sure that they know why it's important to recycle and how they can actually start recycling. What made you want to work in recycling? I don't actually know, to be honest. It was (laughs) always just a passion that I had. People often ask me that question, but I don't actually know. Um, I was working for an advertising agency before, and I didn't just want to be selling things. I wanted to be helping the environment and trying to make the world a better place. So that's why I got into this. How many co-workers do you have? There are about 17 people um, who I work with. Where's Petco based? We have one office in Cape Town and one office in Johannesburg, and then our programs are all over the country. So it's a national program, even though we're quite a small team, we do work all over South Africa. What is your favorite part about working at Petco? My favorite thing is that no day is ever the same. So, you know, I think some people go to work and they do the same thing every day. And it's mm-hmm. never like that for me. It's always different. And there's quite an entrepreneurial spirit here. So that means that you can, you know, if I wanted to do something and I believe that it would be good for the business, then I could make it happen. And it's also my, my other favorite part is that I like working on important issues and trying mm. to keep bottles out of the environment where they don't yeah. belong.
1: Why should people recycle?
2: So when you separate your waste from your recyclable packaging, it allows the recyclables to be used again and to make new products. It reduces the amount of used packaging that goes to landfill. Do you know what a landfill is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And it prevents it from littering the environment, which I think we all can see, and it's really not good when you see lots of packaging and products in the environment. Um, then it also creates thousands of income-earning opportunities. So more so in Johannesburg um, than than anywhere else in the country. I think you see those collectors or those um, the waste pickers that are driving on the side of their ro- of the road with those big bulk bags, and they are able to earn an income from selling their recyclables. So when you recycle, you actually create an income opportunity for them. Mm-hmm. How does recycling help the earth? So as I was speaking about landfills, we have a really big problem in South Africa at the moment where we are running out of landfill space. And what happens when you recycle is that those products are then reprocessed or recycled and made into a new product. So yeah. you, you keep them out of that out of landfill, which is really important mm-hmm. um, and, and um, better for the environment. When you make products from recycled material, it also requires less energy than making them from new. And it reduces the need to also get new materials, new raw materials out of the mm-hmm. ground and, we, When we recycle, we also process materials to make new products, reducing the amount of waste that's sent for incineration. Because sometimes people actually burn rubbish, which is really bad for the yeah. environment, and for the air. And um it also conserves our natural resources, which are also in very short supply. So, for example, if you recycle paper, you save forests and trees. When you recycle plastic, um it reduces the need for new plastic to be made, etc., And it also Uh takes up less energy, which reduces our carbon footprint and the emissions that are put out into the environment, which contributes to climate change. So you're helping climate change.
1: How does recycling
2: work? So the easiest way to think about it is that when you are at home and you have two bins, for example, you put your recyclables in the one bin, you put your waste in the other bin. Then either your municipality um, or collector will collect the recyclable material and it will then go to a recycler or, as we like to call it, a reprocessor. And at that stage, new products or new materials are made, or a different form of the material is made at that reprocessing site. And then that gets sold into the manufacturer to make new products. So, for example a PET bottle can be made into a new bottle so that bottle for example the process happens that the bottle goes into the plant it then gets shredded with um it's like a um blade the label and the cap get separated from that pt the label and the cap will um will will sorry sink and the pet will float and then that pet material will go through and will be made into pellets that can be melted down again and made into new bottles
1: so do you only recycle the bottles or sometimes do you reuse the bottle for another bottle
2: so there's different ways that you can recycle pet bottles specifically and I can't comment on the other types but We we speak about a thing called design for recycling, and that is very important. We encourage designers to design the bottle in a way that it can be made into a new bottle because that's the the highest value and also the most circular option. So you can make your bottle go into a new bottle if it is clear or light blue. Other bottles can also be made into what's called polyester staple fiber. So if you look at your clothing, you see that it's made from polyester you can also make polyester from bottles and wow. they can also polyester can also be used in many other products like the inside of duvets or shopping bags or inside pillows um, for mm. roof insulation Or mm-hmm. that's really interesting yeah it's super interesting so you have to just think about the fact that it can be used to be made into other things and also just how important it is for products to be what we call fit for purpose. So you need to think about packaging as doing what it needs to do in terms of protecting our food, in terms of helping um, food to get from A to B in in a safe way. You wouldn't want, you know, to get your food and it's damaged. Then we also have the problem of food waste. So for example, when you're thinking about the role that That plastic plays and has in our, in our world. It's important to keep that into consideration and dispose of your products responsibly.
1: Yeah. How do you recycle plastic?
2: So I touched on this a little bit earlier, but it goes through that, that process where specifically for PET, it goes through that process where it's shredded and then it's either made into that go into new bottles, or it's made into polyester fibre. There's also interesting other what we call end uses for PET um, and for PET bottles. Um, in the in the building industry, for example, you get these really big concrete bricks, and so there's 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 plastic that goes around them that's called strapping, and so bottles can be used to make that. Um, it can also be used to make um, the bristles in a, in a broom. So there's lots of new end uses that have been developed, but definitely the best one is is bottle-to-bottles, where your bottles get recycled into new bottles. So when, when you're at home or when you're at the shop, you can choose bottles that are either clear or light blue, because those are the ones that are more likely to get collected by the collectors and recycled into new bottles.
1: Okay. What kind of machines do you need to recycle plastic?
2: Very sophisticated ones, okay. very expensive ones, so okay. it's quite interesting, yeah, in South Africa, there's this very informal sector, like the collectors who are you know going through people's bins to find the materials, and then on the other side, you've got these very sophisticated plants, because if you think about it, there's quite a bad um perception of recycled of recycled plastic. People think it's dirty, that it hasn't been cleaned, but the the plants or the the factories that exist, especially in Joburg, are called food-grade plants, which means that they have to meet the highest standards in the world in order to be able to give a new product to a person to drink out of. So it's completely, it's a super high standard, and just because something's recycled, it doesn't mean that it's lower quality.
1: Okay. So those guys that are taking our bins that um, collect the plastic, do you like buy plastic from
2: them? So Petco doesn't. We see ourselves as a facilitator, so we help that process to happen. How that process works is that a collector will take their products that they've collected to what's called a buyback centre. And a buyback center will then buy those bottles of those recyclables from them and they will pay the collector. Okay. Usually the buyback center has what's called a bailing machine, which means that it squashes all of the bottles together into big bricks. And then those buyback centers sell that onto the, recycler or the reprocessor because it ha- they only take bigger quantities. So you can imagine that big plant, that big factory isn't going to go buy one or two bottles. So that's why there's that kind of middle man who who does that middle step.
1: Okay. Do you get those big um, bricks
2: and recycle them? So the recycler does. Hmm. So we've got recycling partners who actually have those plants and have those factories, and they actually do the mechanical process of recycling them. What we do is that we enter into into contracts with them, and we say, hello, we need you to please collect X amount of tons or kilograms. And we say to them, can you please do that? And then it's their job to buy from the collectors, buy from the buyback centers. And we just help mm-hmm. that process to happen. Okay,
1: what can plastic get turned into once it's recycled except for bottles?
2: So when we're talking about PET specifically, it can be recycled into that fiber that I mentioned, which can go into duvets, shopping bags, roof insulation, pillows, and also into, you know, like what you get, um a sandwich, you know, like what a sandwich would come in or muffins. Mm-hmm. Those usually have up to 35% recycled yeah. PET in them. That's
1: cool. What are different kinds of plastic? Like all different
2: kinds of plastics? So remember what I was speaking about at the beginning where I said there's that little triangle with a little number one in it?
3: Yeah.
2: So that is PET and that's what's called a polymer identification code. So polymer is a fancy word for plastic. And there are little codes on a lot of the products that we buy that identify all the different types of plastics that are out there. So number one is PET. Yeah. Um, number two is HDPE. So that is, for example, like a milk carton oh. that's white. There's one called PVC, um, which is usually used for window frames, car parts, and pipe fittings. So that's number three. Number four is LDPE, which is um,
3: <laughs> low-density
2: polyethylene, and that's used for things like shopping bags or cling wrap,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, squeeze bottles or bread bags, and those are recyclable. The the shopping bags are. The plastic cling wrap isn't if it's a small amount. Then there's polypropylene, which is number five, and that is used um, often for... Um, um, for coffee cups or for yoga tubs, yeah. number six is polystyrene you know what polystyrene is so yeah. it's the, it has the, the little balls and usually used for takeout containers yeah. and then there's also number seven which is other and that's quite difficult because the reason why these numbers exist is that it's to identify that type of material right so if you look under your bottle, you see the number one, then the recycler knows, okay, cool. I can process this with the other number one plastics. When something doesn't yeah. have a number on it, if they see it and they say, oh, I don't know, is this going to go into my factory and it's going to clog up the machines, for example. So when you get to number seven, it's usually a whole lot of things smushed together. So like so things all like the plastics? Bi- yeah, it will be like, for example, sunglasses or... Fiberglass, like stuff that, that like a swimming pool is made of. And then also like all the biodegradable and oh compostable God. plastics are also put in that category. So if a biodegradable, so there's a thing called PLA, for example, which looks exactly like PET, it looks like a water bottle. But if that PLA bottle gets into the recycling factory, it can cause a lot of trouble there. Yeah. And so, no one yeah. Needs trouble so number seven is a little bit tricky because you don't know what it is it could have a seven on it but then the recycler won't know what does that mean whereas all number one to six is very clear exactly what type of plastic that is so people often get confused with this little triangle they see the triangle it's got a one in it and they think oh does this mean it's been recycled once does it mean it can be recycled once? And all it is is that it's just identifying the type of plastic that that thing is made of. That's all it is.
1: Okay. Are there any kinds of plastics that you can't recycle?
2: So it's challenging. It's a, diff- it's a difficult question um, because it's outside of my kind of expertise. Whether something is actually recyclable has it depends on a lot of things. It depends on... Where you are, so for example, if you're in Joburg, there might only be, and you are, if okay, you're in Joburg and you have collected something made of polypropylene, for example, number number five, there might only be a plant or factory that can process that thing in Cape Town. And so mm-hmm. for you to pay to, for the petrol, for the time, for the effort to drive that to the To the plant where it could get processed might not be worth it for you because you could only get five rand and then you've got to think about petrol use you spent time you spent all those things to get it to the plant. Mm -hmm. So it's about where the plants are that can actually process these, these, um, these products. And it's also about the economics. So does it make sense economically for you to actually it. so and and that also that also differs from country to country so different countries have different types of infrastructure and different types of machinery so they're able to process different things yeah. basically so but like things like biodegradable and compostable for example compostable packaging some of those need to be composted at in your in your at home composting like composting heap or They need to go to an industrial composting facility. So what I was talking about with PLA, that can't be recycled. It needs to be dealt with with at 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 a special facility.
1: Yeah. How do you know if plastic is recyclable?
2: So I'd say that the best way is to chat to your local collector or the local person that you pay to come and collect your recycling because they will know. And it literally differs from neighborhood to neighborhood because whether or not something is recyclable will depend on if someone will collect it and if they are able to sell it to someone who sees value in it. So, yeah, I recommend that you speak to them or you can check on your local, um you can check on your local, you know, like, for example, I'm in Cape Town, the city of Cape Town has a thing called a green map, for example, and you can see there who takes what and you can then call the centres and say hello, if I put my plastic bottle in the in the recycling will it actually get collected and recycled and they'll be able to tell you yes or no, yeah. so I think that's the best way to hmm. so do it locally
1: Okay, so on that note let's take a quick song break and we'll be back soon
3: Hot potato, hot potato hot potato, hot potato hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato.
0: spaghetti, cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti,
3: cold spaghetti, 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 spaghetti,
0: Kids for kids by kids.
1: That song was Hot Potato From the Wiggles. This is Chai Kids. Four Kids by Kids. My name is Mira and you are still listening to the Chai Kids Show on 101.9 Chai FM Before we carry on with our interview on our on our interview with Cara Levy, our DIY project for this week is A toilet paper roll Olaf craft so do you want to build a snowman you will need one toilet paper roll white cardboard colored cardboard in brown and orange googly eyes some black pom-poms a scissors and glue so this is how you make it cut white cut the white cardboard to the same size as your toilet roll. And glue the Olaf paper onto the to- toilet paper roll with your glue stick. Step 2. Glue three small black pom-poms on Olaf's body. Step 3. Using the brown cardboard, cut out three small strips of paper. These will be Olaf's stick hair. Glue the three strips of brown paper to the inside top of Olaf. And that's how you make your recycled Olaf craft. So now you built a snowman. And if you'd like to see how it's done, you can check the Kha Kids website on Facebook. So, I have Kara Levy in studio with me today. If you have any questions for her, you can send an SMS to 34519 or a telegram to 61 Or call O one O one forty thirty twenty. Now let's carry on with our questions. So if people at home collected their plastic separately, would it help those guys that collect plastic do their job?
2: Absolutely. Um we've actually just launched a marketing campaign where we are trying to tell people to separate to recycle. And what happens if you separate your recyclables from your waste, it means that they can do their job in a dignified manner. I mean, imagine having to dig through someone's bin with food waste and things like that and having to find those, you know, those, those products that they can sell. So it would help them to do that in a more dignified manner. And it would help them to just see what's in the bin. So it would save them time, for example. So if you separate and you put it in a clear bag and you put it on top of the bin, for example, then it would really, really help those guys. And you could even, you know, chat to them, ask them what they really want. Someone maybe wants cardboard or if they really want um, plastic bottles, then you could give that to them.
1: Okay. Besides those recycle collectors... Are there other places that we can drop off our plastic?
2: So there are, and again, that would depend on where you are. So if I'm not mistaken, in Joburg, there's a company called Pick It Up, P-I-K-I-T-U-P, and they have a bunch of drop-off sites where you can go and drop off your recyclables. You can also go onto the Petco website, which is Mm -hmm. www.petco.co.za, and you can go to drop off sites and there you'll be able to find some.
1: Why are a lot of restaurants swapping plastic straws for paper but still using plastic cups? <laughs>
2: <That's a laughs> challenging question and a difficult one for me to ask uh, I mean answer we believe that you should refuse and reduce and only then recycle um We believe that. You know, single use items shouldn't be used. And I think that there's a lot of restaurants and a lot of people that are wanting to do the right thing. I think that they don't understand what unintended consequences could happen and that things could happen that they didn't maybe think could happen. So for example, a paper straw, once it's contaminated, as far as I know, and I could be wrong, that's not going to get recycled. That's going to go in with the waste that's going to landfill. So I think that a lot of people are really trying and um, I think that people are doing the little bit that they think is right. But what I can say is that it's just really important for people in restaurants, especially to really understand what is actually going to happen to that product when a consumer is finished with it and, and to understand, you know, maybe they should rather embark on a campaign where they don't offer straws. You know, do you always need a straw and think about mm. things in that way? You know, there's obviously some cases like for people that are disabled or for the elderly who need straws. But, you know, when you go to a restaurant, I would encourage people to think about, do I really need the straw or do I really need that? You know, we have markets in Cape Town, for example. If you're going to get something that gets put in a bag, you eat it five seconds later, can you not just take it with your hand? No. no. Or do you need that that plastic fork? Can you take your own? Or are there, you know, if you're getting a takeaway from overeats or, for example, you know, say no cutlery. And so just do those little things that, that cut down on those actions.
1: Okay. Why are plastic bags, bags so
2: bad for the environment? So plastic bags actually um, can be recycled if they're made from LDPE um, number four. The reason why they are bad for the environment is because they're so light and it's kind of the same thing with plastic bottles because they're so light they can easily you know okay, with, with plastic, they plastic can bags they can them away yeah, exactly and they can be blown into the sea and they can be blown they get stuck on fences they can go get to the beach so because they're so light they're a challenge for the environment.
1: What happens if plastic gets into the sea or
2: the ocean? So it can harm animals if it gets there and it can also break down into small plastics called microplastics and animals can then ingest them, unfortunately.
1: How do we get plastic out of the ocean?
2: So there's two ways. There's, there's First of all, there's prevention, which is really important. So there's different initiatives that are happening. I know in Durban, there's an initiative called the Little Boom Project, where they put up these kind of booms that stop plastic from going down the rivers, which ultimately lead to the ocean. And I know in Cape Town they've started putting nets on the stormwater drains, which stop plastic from getting into the ocean. In terms of um, in terms of getting plastic out of the ocean, there are different initiatives that have been set up. I know mostly overseas. Um, there are organisations that go and actually go into the sea and pick the pick the rubbish up. So yeah,
1: we need to stop throwing away our plastic bottles and start collecting them for recycling. Mm-hmm. So on, so on that note, let's take a quick song break. And after the song, I'll count how many times you can say the tongue twister in ten seconds. You can call now on oh one. O oh, one forty thirty twenty. Oh, no.
0: kids for kids by kids
1: that song was try everything from Zootopia this is Cha kids for kids by kids my name is Mira and I am 10 years old are you ready for the tongue twister this is how it works you call us on 0 1 and I'll count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds I will start. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Eleven benevolent elephants. 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 Five tons. That's a lot. (laughs) Okay, do we have any callers for the tongue twister? Okay, if not, let's do it with Cora Levy. We'll see. Please start the timer. When must I
2: go? Now! No. Eleven <laughs> benevolent elephant. Eleven 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 benevolent elephant. <laughs> Eleven benevolent, <laughs> benevolent elephant. Elef- 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 well done! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Cool. me, Sawa. you're saying we're the same? No, I don't think so. You think that life is one big game. You joke, you laugh, you take no blame. I'm telling you, there's just no way that we're the same. You got to look past what you see. Try not to judge so easily. Believe it or not, you're a lot like me. Yes, sure. Life should be what's got- You're China's brothers. By kids for kids by kids
1: That song was C C Nasawa from the Lion God. This is Cha Kids Four Kids By Kids. My name is Mira and I am ten years old. Thank you for playing. Thank you to my guest Kara Levy for coming on Cha Kids today. To my producer Senna and Vusi for pushing the big red buttons join us tomorrow for another Chai kids show only on 101.9 Chai fm goodbye kids